Welcome to the Finding Life Teaching Podcast, where we lead people to find life in Jesus through teaching the Bible. The Bible is one of three tools that God gives us in order to tap into his eternal life. It is not the source of eternal life, but it allows us to tap into the source of eternal life, which is Jesus, the Father, and the Spirit. And so we've been on this journey, taking a look at this, and now we're going to, in this journey with this tool, showing a story from the Old Testament where a man was reading God's Word, and he didn't read it for information. He read it to allow it to impact his soul and to tap him into the eternal life that God gives. When we pick up this story in Daniel chapter 9, Daniel is an old man. He's around 80 years old. He could be in his 80s. He's been in Babylon um, as a captive for 70 years, but but he's worked um, in the government at high levels in the government for this pagan government that has no interest in Yahweh, the one true God whatsoever. He's worked for them for for nearly 70 years. And here is where we pick up the story. Daniel chapter 9, verse 1. In the year, first year of Darius, the son of Asherah, a Mede by birth, who is made king over the Chaldean kingdom. In the first year of his reign, I, Daniel, understood from the books according to the word of the Lord, to the prophet Jeremiah, that the number of years for the desolation of Jerusalem would be 70. I think this is absolutely spectacular. The fact that Daniel was reading the same Jeremiah that we get the chance to read something like 2,700 years later is just spectacular. The fact that he read the same thing that we get to read and and be able to see God impact our life just the same way that Daniel's life was impacted. Daniel and Jeremiah, their lives overlapped. Uh, Daniel would have been a young, um, a kid into a teenager. Perhaps he met Jeremiah. Perhaps he brought this scroll with him. Perhaps this is a scroll that made its journey um, across the desert at some other point in time. Uh, we don't know this for sure, but we, uh, I think that probably he's read this before. But here, for some reason, it's impacting him differently. I mean, we've, we've all experienced that, right? We've read a passage over and over and over and over and over again. But today, when we read it, it impacts us very differently than it's impacted us before. So how does this passage impact Daniel? So I turned my attention to the Lord God to seek him by prayer and petitions with fasting, sackcloth, and ashes. When, when Daniel read about the 70 years that, that they were to be in um, at captivity in Babylon, he didn't get out his graphs and his timeline and go teach a Bible study or a Sunday school class about all the facts around the 70 years that, that they were going to be in captivity. No. When he read this, it hit him in his heart. It hit him in his soul. And he decided to get on his knees and pray because what he saw was much bigger than anything that his life could offer. See, when he read over this, there was a couple of things that, that came to his mind and his heart and in his soul. First of all, to him, there was some unfinished business with God. That repentance hadn't truly happened with God. That the, that the cleansing of the national sin that put them in this situation in the first place had never happened. And his prayer is largely a prayer of repentance for the nation. Look, 
when when God sent the 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 uh, sent Nebuchadnezzar to to ransack um, uh, Jerusalem and to destroy the city, destroy the nation, bring thousands into exile, Daniel was not a part of the problem. I mean, he was living, but he was at best a teenager. And the least of God's worries was Daniel. But Daniel, great leadership lesson here, but Daniel, he was praying, we, we sinned. We brought disgrace upon ourselves. We did this. He took ownership of it. And he saw that in order for God to restore the nation, God had to restore the relationship. And he saw that as bigger than anything that he could do because, well, it is bigger than anything that Daniel could have done and bigger than anything that we could have done as well. But also, I believe that Daniel, as an, as an old man, is looking around going, okay, 70 years is about up. I'm not quite sure how this is going to happen because right now, today, there is no way that our people can go back to the land and rebuild a city, a nation, a, a, a spiritual temp, a temperament and climate. None of this can happen. This is way bigger than any of us can ever do at this point in time. So if, if, if this is going to happen, God's going to have to do something amazing, way beyond any of us can do. See, Daniel didn't read the Bible for information. Daniel read the Bible to be able to tap into the one who gives eternal life, the one that could do more than any of us could ever ask or imagine inside of us. As leaders in his church, don't read the Bible for merely information. Don't read the Bible to come back and, I mean, shoot, the end of Daniel 9 is the 70 weeks passage. I mean, we've done charts and timelines and the end of end times and all of this around. Guys, that's not what the Bible is here for. The Bible is to point us to the source of eternal life. The Bible is to point us to something greater than ourselves, to put us to our knees in order to be asking him to do something that is beyond us. I mean, right now in our nation in our world as we see the the coronavirus taking over look we have a god we have a god who is bigger than anything in this world and as we read god's word allow it to point us to this god who is the giver of eternal life who is the giver of zoe abundant life and allow it to draw us and bring us and drive us to our knees. Asking for forgiveness, but asking for him to build something bigger than we could ever build ourselves. Not for our namesake, but for his and his alone. This is kind of a transition passage because as we go into the next episode, we're going to be talking about the tool of prayer and how that is used by God to tap us into his eternal life. But the Bible is vital to drive us to our knees, to be able to show us that God wants to do something bigger in our lives, in our churches, and in the world around us. He wants to bring all of us eternal life. He wants to do one thing, 
in all of us, that is, to bring us into his image. So, as we close today, read and pray. Read the Bible and allow it to drive us to our knees in prayer. Ask God today, how is your written word to impact my soul? Thank you for listening to the Finding Life Teaching Podcast. You can find more content online. Our website is findinglife.me. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at findinglife19. If you like what you hear, a little bit of help goes a long way. Like, share, and comment through social, rate and review through iTunes, and finally, subscribe through your podcast player of choice.